Hey there, friends. What is up? Before we get into the show, I wanted to mention that I'm going to be doing something new. I am currently sitting at 100 episodes of this podcast, and I'm going to start looking for sponsors. So instead of running some automated ad for like a cell phone company or something like that, I figured I would just reach out to you, the listener, to see if you guys would be interested in potentially sponsoring this podcast. So if you record bands and you want to get the word out, or you've got a new single from your band and you want to get the word out, hit me up and let's collaborate. Let's make this work. I'm going to keep it very affordable and this is going to be a great way to get some new fans or get a new audience could be a fun little partnership if you're interested shoot me a dm on instagram my handle is at kyle k-y-l-e underscore devlin d-e-v v as in victor l-i-n underscore underscore okay and now on to the show Hey there, friends. My name is Kyle Devlin, and this is Having a Blast. Having a Blast is a pop punk, punk rock, and emo podcast where we're going to be discussing all things punk rock ethos and personal development and the parallels within. We'll also be doing some deep dives on important albums and bands. I'm going to be talking to band members, producers, and a bunch of my friends, and I want to know what makes these people tick. How has being self-motivated moved them in the direction of their goals? We're going to have a lot of fun finding out. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the show. This is Having a Blast. I am your host, Kyle Devlin. And today, I'm extremely excited to be speaking with Chris, the vocalist from the band Nominee. And Nominee is from Austin, Texas, one of my favorite Texas towns. Spent a lot of time there. We talk about that a little bit. Nominee is a band that I was not familiar with a couple months ago, but then I discovered them perusing Spotify. Yeah, I hadn't heard of them, but I mentioned how I found them in this episode talking to Chris, and I really dug their band, and I went through their catalog, and I just think they're a really rad, great band. Chris was a lot of fun to talk to. We talked about creativity. We talked about the Austin scene. We talked about some venues, some classic venues in Texas and Austin. We talk about what inspires us now, being men who are in their 30s and still having that fire to make music and perform music and to play for our friends, but also to play for ourselves. It was a total pleasure speaking with Chris. He was a total sweetheart. I'm hoping I can see them play live at some point. And if you haven't heard them, I would highly encourage you to do so immediately. Check out their full length that just came out in September of 2021 called Low Life, and they've got a delightful cover they released a few months ago, a few months back. It's awesome. Check it out. They're rad. And without further ado, please enjoy this multifaceted conversation with Chris from the band Nominee. Yeah, what's up, man? Not much, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. Great to meet you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for doing this. This is is cool. Of course, man. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just looking at your bio on your Spotify. I knew you guys were from Austin, Mm -hmm. so that's cool. That's very cool. I love that town. You know, it's cool and it's not cool. You know, (laughs) It's, it's it's become very, very corporate and it's getting harder and harder to live here. Yeah, I... I'm from Kansas City. I'm actually in Lawrence right now. My oh, wife, okay, cool. we met and she already had a house here in Lawrence. 
and I still work in Kansas City, and that's a city that used to be very affordable. In some pockets, it still is, but in many ways, it's getting harder and harder, I think, for people to live there just because the prices of homes are definitely going up and that sort of thing. Sure. But sure. I would imagine Austin probably more so. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, Austin's dude, become like, almost like a tech hub. That's where a lot yeah. of tech entrepreneurs yeah. are going. Yeah, they're calling it the tech valley. Yeah, that's right. Well, cool, man. Thanks again for agreeing to do this. I appreciate it. Of course. I, yeah, I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now, and this is a new thing for me in terms of reaching out to you and talking to somebody because one of the beautiful things about streaming, whether it be Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, is I am able to absorb a lot more music than I used to, and I totally. can discover a lot yeah. of different bands. And I was listening to Thief Club the other day. I don't know if you're familiar with Thief Club. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. I know Nick and he's a great dude. And I was listening to cool. the two tracks he's released from his new EP. And I went down and I just looked at the artists below. It gives you the categories of artists you may like that are associated. Oh yeah, totally. The algorithm associated with whatever artists you happen to be listening to at that time. And I saw your band, you guys were the first band. I was like, I'll just click through some of these bands and check them out. Cause a lot of the names I didn't recognize and you guys were one of them. People Tear like you or make the world go round, bro. <laughs> <laughs> people like you make the world go round. Thank God for people like you. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. still looking for new music. Even as a 39 year old adult, I'm looking for new music. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been doing this thing where if it's a band I don't know very well, I'll just mm -hmm. listen to their top five tracks and I just try to absorb okay. whatever is there, you know? And mm -hmm. immediately I recognized the top song on your Spotify at the moment, which was a cover song. And I was, <laughs> I was at work and I was like, I know this song. And then immediately I recognized it as the cover from The Wedding Singer, which I think is brilliant. Yeah. I think the fact that you guys yeah. did that is amazing. And that just immediately Thanks, hooked man. me and I loved the production of it. And I think you guys did it in such a cool way. And I don't know why, but whenever I watched that movie, I never thought there was a full song there. But you guys yeah, yeah. make it a full song. And I just thought that was so great. And then yeah, subsequently, thanks, I went and listened to the rest of your music. And then I was just thinking, man, these guys are really, really good. I'm surprised I haven't heard of these guys before. Maybe a week later, I hit you guys up. So this is one of the, the rare times where I discovered you guys and now we're talking. So I appreciate it. Cool, man. Yeah, that's, that's really neat. Yeah. What was the impetus for recording the cover? Because I know you we guys put out a record in 2021, movie. which I definitely want to talk about, but mm -hmm. the single mm -hmm. you just released, right? Yeah, we put it out a couple months ago now, but we put out the full length and we we're like, what do we want to do now? And we're just like, we're all older. We're all older. Mm -hmm. We're like, we're all in our 30s. I'm in my late 30s. And okay. at this point, we really just want to do what we love and love what we do and, mm -hmm. and doing something like this that doesn't really have a purpose to it. We just like all really love the movie and we were like, it would be hilarious if we covered this and mm -hmm. smart punk went for it and, you know, putting their resources behind it to a certain extent, you know, they, they're not going to like go deep into the pockets for a cover of a song from a nineties movie, you know, <laughs> but you know, we, we got to have a lot of fun making it and like doing the video. We did the video with just like a bunch of our friends. It was awesome. But yeah, we really, we just love the movie and we we're like, you know what? This would be a break from the norm. We want to do something different. That sounds like a lot of fun. The video is a lot of fun too. I just watched the video actually before we talked and yeah, it's a lot of nice. fun. Yeah. Everybody should definitely check that out. But then I was surprised at 
how great your record sounds too. It's cool that Smart Punk was, okay, yeah, make this cover and we're going to help you make it sound really good because their production on it's really good. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that is a guy here in town that just kills. His name is Kieran Krebs. And he, he did the full length too, awesome. right? He did Low Life? No, uh, we did Low Life in New Jersey. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and Kieran did a couple of the older songs. He did Lock and Key and Heat Wave. It was like a split that we did with that band Sundressed from Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we had two songs on a split with them, and Kieran did those. And we always really loved the way it sounded. And he's here, he's local. It's like we just lucked out to have such a talented guy around here, you know? Yeah, that helps tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, my old band is actually getting back together or we've been back together for about a year now. We've been recording new songs and it's really nice cool. having some really talented people around here that we've known for a long time that are just killing it production wise and sure. being able to engineer and make something sound really, really good with limited resources, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Imagine, absolutely. There's yeah. more hustle there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and there's, just there's more love behind that. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and you don't need a ton of really expensive gear like you used to need. I mean, you just said you're in your late 30s, so you could probably imagine a time where I would imagine you've played in bands and stuff before and I want to hear more about your story, oh, yeah. but I remember when I first started recording, it was at a friend's house and it was the very beginning of Pro Tools, but it was difficult. You know, you had to find somebody that knew how to operate it and it was mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. 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 So you said you're in your late thirties. That's really cool. I didn't realize that. I mean, you guys look mm-hmm. very young, so you got yeah. that going for you. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's the last year of my mid thirties. Technically I'm 36. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, Still yeah. Young, yeah. We, yeah. Music keeps us young, man. Music right. keeps us young. I like, I don't feel young. <laughs> I don't feel young at all. But, you know, I, that's funny. I kid, I, I do still feel very young and youthful. I'm lucky to, lucky to feel that way. That's awesome, man. Have you heard the band We Were Sharks? Yeah, totally. I interviewed Randy probably about this time last year. And what was cool is I discovered them kind of in the same way, just through Spotify. And I really dug their music. And I think he's 38 as well. He's about my age and they're still doing it. They've been doing it for a while and he makes no apologies for it. And I think that's awesome. Damn. Yeah. It's amazing. And like, like why, why give apologies for it if it's what you love? And it's like, for me, it's just, it was my first love, man. I, I've put everything into it for as long as I could, you know? And like, I don't know, like I would never, ever apologize for that. But there are people that maybe look for an apology, but I'm not apologizing <laughs> for shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because I think at the end of the day, it's just about being creative, right? And I think that's something that breathes life into people our age, because we don't necessarily have to, you know, think of it in terms of making it our sole endeavor, our sole mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have more fun now just because there are less stakes, I guess, you know, because when I was sure. yeah. 20 and in a band, everything seemed a lot more serious. Everything was so important. Yeah. 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 You were just dying to get on that. shows and tours and get signed mm-hmm. and get a booking agent and everything was do or die. But yeah, it's kind of nice when you're relieved of that pressure. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where we're all at. There's still, don't get me wrong. There's still a fire there. We're, we're writing some crazy stuff right now. And we're like, still really excited, you know, but I'm type one diabetic and it it really limits the amount of touring that we can do because I need to have health insurance. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm kind of damned if I do damned if I don't, because I have to work the corporate job so I can have the insurance, but it limits how much we can tour. 
sure. or we can tour our asses off and I have to be on like discount insulin and shit. And it's like, yeah. it can be scary. It can be scary. Yeah. So it's like part of it is just the circumstance that we're in. But you know, like I said, there's still a fire there and we're, but at the same time, the stakes are just there, whatever we want them to be, you know, mm-hmm. like what, there yeah. are no rules. We did everything so long by a certain formula and we're just over that part of it. We're yeah. just ready to do what the fuck we want. <laughs> I love that, man. I can hear that in your music yeah. too. Your music, it's cool. really, I mean, I, obviously I'm a fan. That's why I reached out to you, but the record, it's a concise 10 songs, but it takes you to some different places, which is cool. There's range and dynamics in the record and there's elements of pop punk. There's elements of punk. There's elements of post-hardcore. And then even sort of the newer wave emo, I would say as well. You guys have a lot of different elements, but they all swim together really well. And sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course, dude. And the record, it came out in 2021. Low Life did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense yeah, that you so guys are remember. writing new material and stuff now. Are you going to go back to the same guy, you think? We're going to do pretty much whatever we can with Kieran at this point, who again did the Adam Sandler cover. Nice. Uh, like you said, he's here in town. Yes. Yeah. And he just keeps getting better and better. His stuff keeps sounding better and better. So we're excited to dive a little bit deeper with him and do more than a single or two songs, you know? Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Man. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your story. I mean, you grew up around the same time I did. What mm-hmm. what really drew you to music? What was the first <clears throat> band that you really got into? Thing from like I love like Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two, obviously. Right out the gate, my brother listened to like No Effects and Ranted. So that was my first that was my first experience with punk. Were like the late nineties, early two thousands kind of pop punk bands, whatever. No effects is a pop punk band, sure. Uh, But like, that was my first experience. And that's what I first fell in love with. And when he started playing guitar, I was like, Oh, I gotta do it too. You know what I mean? So I jumped into it with him, you know, a year after he started, and I just like piggybacked onto his influences. And like a lot of that was, he loved like Comeback Kid and a lot of like heavier bands too, like Poison the Well, his influences were all over the place. And I just kind of like latched onto those. Yeah. And I feel like those influences are all still there, you know? Yeah. So I'm really, really grateful for how I got into it. You know, I feel like I'm always going to be a little bit more like emotion, emotional about it. There's always going to be more of like an emotional attachment to it because of how I associate it with my brother, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. How old's your brother? He is 39 now. Okay, cool. So he's my age. I just turned 39. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, right yeah I mean, that's a wide, that's a wide canvas in terms of musical yeah. influences, a band like Green Day all the way to Comeback Kid and Poison the Well. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar circumstance because I grew up on skate punk, but towards the late nineties, I had a lot of friends that were really diving into the hardcore world, you know, and I would go to mm-hmm. the local shows and there was some good local yeah. hardcore bands in Kansas city and fell in love with bands like Poison the Well and Early Hopes Fall and Seven Angels, Seven Plagues, mm-hmm. those heavier bands yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I can hear the influence in your music. Maybe that's why I gravitate towards your music because I can hear those influences and in your band, you don't play guitar live, right? No, no. Okay. Uh, No, I don't. I mean, there's a couple songs that we're messing with now that, you know, like songs that already exist that were like, Oh, maybe it would be cool if I actually played guitar for this one, because there are three parts here, whatever. 
So it's definitely something we're going to introduce and we're going to probably introduce some like keys and some more outside the box weird stuff that we're really excited about. That's cool, man. Yeah. But I mean, most of my youth was spent listening to bands like Newfound Glory and Saves the Day, Taking Back Sunday, you know, all of like the tropes, all the cliches. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I've drawn influence from all of it. As far as like a lyricist goes, like Ben from You, Me and Everyone We Know. Do you listen to that band? Uh huh. Yeah, they're great. Is he from Austin too or? No, no. I think they're from like Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. I don't know why I thought he was from Texas. He might be. There's like lyrics that he talks about Texas and stuff. So maybe it's somewhere in there. Maybe that's what uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. I mean, like I'm more influenced by him now than anybody else ever. And I just, I discovered that band over 10 years ago, but his influence in lyricism didn't really attach to me until a few years ago. And I like really did a deep dive and looked at the guy's lyrics and I just, I'm finding influence still. Like you said, we're finding new music and we're finding influence still. 36 mm -hmm. years old. I want to do things that I'm finding now, you know? Yeah. That's cool, man. It's almost like a book. When somebody gifts you a book and then you end up reading it five years later, it just hits you at the right time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Your lyrics are really good too. I think I connect to the lyrics and it makes sense because we're around the same age. And I don't know, sometimes I wonder if subconsciously you pick that up. I mean, some lyrics are just universal, you know, it may not have anything sure. to do with how old you are, but it's funny because I keep discovering these bands that we're not old, right? We're still young men. I think that's what you realize yeah. when you're 30. <laughs> you realize like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. I still got a lot of life left. <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, I, I keep discovering bands and it's kind of nice to see members in their 30s, you know, because there's so many bands that I listen to yep. where they're in their 20s and they yep. may be writing a lot of songs about touring. And, you know, I'm not touring a whole lot, so I, maybe I don't connect to it as much as I used to 10 years ago. Sure. But sure. a record like the last MXPX record where he's talking about working the overtime shift, he's talking about being a dad. Sometimes those, it's just time and place. It hits you a different way. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you, absolutely. There, man. There's a line in one of your songs. I think it's Low Life. It's the title track. And you're talking about getting high and watching The Office. And it's like, oh, I really relate to that now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's, you know, feels like to feel like a cliche. You mm -hmm. know, that's kind of the purpose of that. I am a cliche and that's fine. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're all a bit of a cliche at some point, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Let's see. Oh, normally I have a series of notes here, but now I've just got like a big post-it note. With yeah, there you on. go. I was going to ask you, so you've got a show coming up with Hawthorne Heights. I just saw that. Yeah, that one's going to be weird. We're stoked. We have no yeah, that'll be on. cool. And Armor <laughs> yeah. for Sleep's playing that one too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a moment where when I saw that, I thought maybe you guys were from Ohio, but then I remember reading you guys are from Texas. How did that yeah. come to be? We just kind of right place, right time sort of thing. Our friend Bobby, who manages Sundressed, he is promoting the show and he just hit me up out of the blue. I was like, hey, y'all want to hop on this? And I was like, yeah, he's a like, cool. We're announcing on Thursday. Right. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah. It's nice when those things come together so quickly like it's, that. That's it's awesome, so man. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like all of us have been doing this for a long time, but I've been like playing shows fairly consistently for about 15 years now. Like, and I still find that interest and I still find that like hunger. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it ever leaves, you know, the idea of playing a show where people get really excited and 
Yeah. Maybe you're headlining or maybe you're opening for a band that you've listened to for a really long time. I think that's a really exciting yeah. proposition, especially now. I mean, sure. Sometimes I think some of the shows I got to play back in the day, I think about it and I'm like, how did that even happen? I don't even know what course of events yeah. transpire. Yeah. You know, I might've taken it for granted a little bit, but that's, yeah. where's that show at? Is that in your neck of the woods or? Yeah. It's like, so I manage a, a retail store and it's in my, it's at my mall. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. And it's like an outdoor mall and you know, Austin's quirky or whatever. And they had a guy, they commissioned a guy to paint a 30,000 square foot rooftop mural mm-hmm. that like encompasses Austin's culture or whatever. That's cool. And yeah. And bands are apparently playing up there on the roof. It's on like the sixth story. Wow. It's That's the sixth cool. story of like this office building. So I don't know what's going on with it, but <laughs> we're going to be there and we're going to play the gig, whether it's on the roof or in a parking garage somewhere. So, and it's going to be, it's going to be cool. It's, you know, it's free. So it'll certainly pack out. It'll be a great time. Yeah. If I were living there, I would absolutely go. That'll be cool. That might be a cool place to take some photos, you know, just in, oh, uh, an yeah, unusual place sure. to play. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's cool that we're like still getting show offers that are really interesting, you know, like that yeah. I'm banking on this being one of the coolest shows I've ever played just because it's so unique, mm-hmm. you know, we're playing this weird venue with this band that I have listened to and have looked up to since I was in my teens, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that not everybody gets to do that, man. So exactly. I'm, I'm really, really grateful for it all. You know, but yeah, particularly the these like special little nuggets that present themselves. Absolutely, man. And you guys are on Smart Punk Records. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How did that come to pass? Did they reach out to you? You guys have been a band now for six years. Is that right? Seven years? No, ten. We're coming. Oh wow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved to Austin in 2013, and yeah, this June will be ten years. Nice. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. anniversary. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> ten years, man. That's rad. Yeah, so smart, yeah, smart punk records. Yeah, I don't really remember who really approached who, but we were looking for somebody to put out the record, and and Matt Burns is a, is a really good guy, and you know when he expressed interest, we were like, oh, that's 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 super neat, but I don't recall who like who hit whose line first. You know, okay. I don't I don't quite remember, but you know, we had a plan for what how we wanted to do the record and Smart Punk was like, yeah, do it. It's a pain in the ass having so many cooks in the kitchen a lot of the time, but like more than not, it was a really, really great experience. Cool. And you know, still still really lucky to have them in our corner. They support all the bullshit we want to do. nice so are you still with them or are they going to release the next one okay cool yeah it's awesome man yeah Yeah, we don't know what we're going to release we have no idea what we're going to release we don't know you know if it's singles if it's going to be an ep it'll be a seven inch it'll be full length we have no idea we have no idea probably just singles for a little bit yeah why not i mean it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun doing that too and the full length even though came out in 2021 that wasn't that long ago we're talking maybe a year and a half ago do you remember what month it came out September. September. Yeah. So I mean, barely a year. Yeah. So you're yeah. probably still garnering new fans from that probably every day. I would imagine people discover. Yeah, I, th- like I, I think did. so. I think so. I hope so. You know, like we have not been lucky to get on any of like the catalog playlists or any of like the algorithm playlists on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So we don't have like a buffed play count or like, we're not on like 
the playlists that really attract new listeners. So yeah. everything that we've done, we've just done from grinding. Yeah. Um, great, so, man. you know, yeah. And, and we don't have like a ton of monthly listeners, but the ones that we do have don't falter. It's been sitting at like a really similar number now for like four or five years. And like, wow. we're still getting the same plays on the same songs and, you know, other songs are jumping in popularity. You know, it seems like people really kind of hang on. So once they're listening, it seems like they stick around, which is, you know, really cool. Yeah. Huge compliment. Cause they're revisiting your stuff. I think sure. that's the thing with Spotify. I mentioned one of the great things, discovering a lot of music, but I think sometimes my listenability, it can be superficial because there's so much, it's almost overwhelming. So I, yeah, might not, totally. I might not stick with a band too long or at least enough to really fall in love with their catalog the way I used to when I plug a CD in my car and have it in there for yeah. three months or whatever at a time. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah. So a huge compliment Those people. Are days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different times. Right. But yeah, no, I could see that. I mean, your music's really consistent. It's consistently good. And you guys have a decent catalog. There's a couple albums and you've got a couple EPs. There was an EP before the full length, Low Life, which is some stripped down versions of the songs, which is mm -hmm. cool too. There's there's a, a wide breadth there to listen to. Yeah, yeah. That acoustic EP we just did in Dean's bedroom. Like nice. we we really just wanted to like to do something ourselves and really feel like we were in ownership of something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love so that. it was cool. a cool experience. Yeah. I like those stripped down versions and acoustic EPs and albums and things. It's interesting. You mentioned the algorithm for like the big curated playlists. That's something I find interesting these days too. You know, I'm, I'm not you really playing both, that brother. game. <laughs> what? <laughs> you and me both brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a band in town in Kansas city. I'm pointing that way. That's where Kansas city is. And they're called such luck. And they're really good. They're talented dudes. They're a young band. They haven't put out a ton of music lately, but they put out an EP maybe a few years ago. And there's a song mm -hmm. called Mess. And it got picked up randomly on one of the big new pop punk playlists on yeah. Spotify. I'm not exactly sure how that happened, but I'm super thrilled for them because it has over a million plays. And it's a really great song. Yeah, that it, rocks. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to think about, you know, what the algorithm is going to reward and what it might punish. Yeah, it's it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me just because I'll see like have 2 million song or 2 million plays on a song and then all their other songs have a thousand plays or like, mm -hmm. you know, 5000 plays, whatever, what have right. you. But it, it's just it's weird what it picks up and what it doesn't. It's, it is. It's, yeah. It feels arbitrary, but maybe there's some sort of selective process going on behind the scenes at a certain point. You know, maybe it was arbitrary at one point. It was just the algorithm yeah. picking things up. And now you have more people behind the scenes curating these playlists because yeah. my band, we've just been releasing singles on average, probably one every couple months. And okay, cool. And it, it's the same thing. I have no, there, there's no rhyme or reason that I can figure out as to why, but I, I digress. I'm not exactly sure what that yeah. is, but. Uh, it, dude, it's probably you, one of those uh, things too that's changing all the time too yeah keep me in the loop if you figure it out let me know <laughs> i will <laughs> but i was gonna say you know if you were talking about potentially releasing some singles and i've heard from a few different people a few different sources that pre-saves can be helpful in terms of like yeah if you give it enough time for your fans to pre-save that can influence getting it at least in the running for some yeah. curated playlists so maybe that's why you yeah, see more we, and more bands doing that. 
Yeah, we've heard that too. We've heard, you know, there, there's a ton that we, you know, we've been given like, or giving it at least six weeks and then the pre-saves will help. And uh, man, it's just, we've gotten picked up for like a few days and it was just so sweet and then dropped <laughs> off Weird. the playlist like two days later. Yeah. It just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I will never understand. And you know what? At this point, it just doesn't really matter. Like it would be cool to get picked up and have a lot of people exposed to a song or two or whatever. But like, we'll find you, you know, we'll, we'll come find you eventually. Yeah, absolutely, man. You found me for sure. Yeah. yeah and I just happened to be randomly looking at the bottom of Thief Clubs, yeah. Spotify. Yeah, yeah that's cool. cool, man. Well, I, I certainly think you guys deserve to be on some of those big playlists because I think you guys are just as good as a lot of the bands that I listen to, if not better than Thanks, some. <laughs> okay, cool. What's the scene like in Austin? It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird because it's a really, it's, it's a much older scene. There is not a young like pop punk scene here at all or like uh, emo. It's like, like our emo night is probably 1100 cat and it has a line around the block all night. Wow. It, it it's insane. It's nuts, but it's all older, mainly an older crowd. Yeah. I'd say the median age at our shows is probably late twenties. And these people are still coming out and like moshing and shit. Like they were in their early twenties. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's beautiful. I have friends in my thirties that are going to hardcore shows and still moshing like they were in their young twenties. Like it's almost like, and it's, it's why I fell in love with living here. There's way less of a pressure to like, to grow up or -hmm. whatever. There's way less of a pressure to like, to get along with whatever society is doing, which is like I said, why I fell in love with living here and why I've lived here for so long. And I, I, I think that because of that, it makes our scene really youthful, but older, if that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe yeah, Austin it, is just a youthful city. I think that's the case, man. I think yeah. that's the case. And, you know, we've been drawing a lot of the same people now for 10 years or for, you know, nine years of playing shows, whatever. And those people have supported us so unwaveringly for so long. So it's like, I guess I'm a little bit biased. You know, if you might ask somebody and they might tell you that Austin's a a fee market for music like us, but I just think the music scene here is so unique and cool. And again, I'm biased, but it's awesome. A lot of great bands. I could turn you on to some bands that I'm sure you would love that are just like here doing it. You know, the same thing we're doing. And yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a lot. Do you want to mention a couple? Yeah, there's a band called Burning Years from here that is awesome. They've gotten some love on some of their songs, I think, but they're really, really good. Burning Years, I always shout out first. Another band called Forever Starts Today. They've been playing now and have been pretty dedicated to it for quite some time. There's a ton of them, man. There's a ton of them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check out those two for sure. It's always nice finding new music. Yeah. 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 What's crazy, Austin, I hadn't been there since my old band toured there playing South by Southwest in the early 2000s. And then we did Warp Tour going down through Texas. And we went back, my wife and I, we went a few years ago. And I actually, I was in Austin when I found out what coronavirus was. I was literally reading about it as we were coming back. (laughs) Yeah, it it was crazy. It was February of 2020. And we were headed mm-hmm. back and that was the first time I had heard about it. So I think about Austin in a unique way when I think back on it, but we, sure. 
we went to the var uh, no it's not the varsity the mohawk the venue yeah, there we, yeah. went, we went and saw not a surf while we were in town nice yeah nice. it was really cool. cool yeah that was a Very cool venue cool. i'd never been there before we used to play yeah, emos uh, way back in the day the old one old emos yeah it's still there right yeah. but it's the new location is that right yeah the the new location's like it's a big spot Okay. It's a big spot. I, I forget the cap, but it, I want to say probably like 11 or 1200. Oh, wow. Um, that is big. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever we, go to the like, old one? Yeah. My old band played there once, I think. Cool. And yeah, that was, I think that was my only time there. I remember being there because my old band played South by, and I remember being there at a show, but not playing the gig. And then we played once, like honestly, right before I moved here. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but that place was definitely smaller than 1100, 1200 cap. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what that cap was, but it was definitely a smaller room. For sure. Yeah. Classic venue. That's cool. I'm glad they're still doing it. And we, when the record came out, I like weaseled our way on to the Texas dates of that Anne Berlin and early November tour. <laughs> oh, rad. Yeah. And, and one of the, the Austin date was at Emo's. Oh, cool. So we actually got to play that room. It was awesome. Super rad place. With those two bands? Yeah. Rad. Okay. So you got to play on that tour. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We got asked to do the Austin show. Joe Milligan, the guitarist from Anne Berlin, he used to live here in town and mm -hmm. he actually, he did our first EP. Oh, really? Um, wow. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm a huge Anne Berlin fan. Oh, dude. Joe is such a talented motherfucker. He is I believe so it. talented. Yeah. Dude, I've had um, Aaron Sprinkle on the podcast and it, it's funny, uh, the memory just popped up and it was two years ago. I'm kind of obsessed with Aaron Sprinkle. Just Yeah, it just sounds so good. Yeah. 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 And he mentioned several times just how talented Joe is and how he's just an idea factory. He has so many ideas yes. and yes. they're all good. It's like, he's yeah, just very prolific that way. Yeah. Yeah. He's just such a talented dude. And, you know, like. I feel like our songwriting as a result to working with him really saw the most growth it did while we were working with him. Cool. What's um, the EP called? I woke up. I woke up. It's, cool. Yeah. It's the songs are really cool in my opinion. Like it didn't, it was really enjoyed here in town, but that's really the furthest it saw. Cause we only toured on it maybe once. Okay. But I think the songs on it to this day, like I, I listened back the other day for the first time in a long time. And and the songs are cool, man. I, I wish we could have been in a position in which they could have had more exposure. The Like I said, the songs are really cool. And I'm, I'm still so grateful to have worked with Joe in, in any capacity because the dude rocks. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I'll yeah. definitely go back and check that out. I don't know if I went as far back in your catalog as that first DP, but no, that's really cool. Yeah. And I'm assuming he produced it too. So he was uh, like, yeah. Did he engineer it as well? Or did you guys have somebody else? Yeah, he did everything. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, uh, written a lot of this stuff ourselves. The guy who was playing guitar for us, the guy who kind of founded the band, he held a lot of the writing. He wanted to do a lot of the writing. So a lot of the record, a lot of the EP was done before we went to Joe and Joe just kind of chopped the songs up and made them make more sense. Okay, and uh, I, it's so much better for it than than I think it could have been. So, if I could work with Joe, if I could write songs with Joe for the rest of my life, I might. Yeah, yeah, 
He's just such a good songwriter, man. He is a really great songwriter. Yeah. I love Amberlin. I'm really stoked that they're back to doing it and putting out new music and stuff. I was listening to the other day. Yeah. And I guess we're going to get another EP. That's the the word. Yep. That's what I've, that's what I've seen. I haven't really talked to Joe a whole lot over the last year, but the last time that I did see him, he said, there's a lot of really cool, exciting stuff that they're doing. Cool. Did he move back to Florida? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I know they're, yeah. they're Florida boys. Yeah. Yeah. I know he loves the Bucks. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? It's okay. If you're I'm not from Philly, dude. I'm you're from what? Philly. I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm, cool. I'm from, I'm from New Jersey. I mean, the last like couple of years, I was living back and forth from Philly to, to Jersey. But I'm from Philly. But honestly, I really don't give a shit about the Eagles. I don't really care. <laughs> I love That's the fair. Phillies and I'll root for them till the day I die. But like in the era of Donovan McNabb, they were just such a disappointment. And I just still kind of hold a grudge. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah. So you can loosely root for the Eagles when you're watching it just to make it Yeah, fun. cool, yeah, man. Exactly. Awesome, man. <laughs> Dude, I really appreciate you carving out time to talk to me tonight on a random weeknight. You're actually the first interview I've done all year. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Right on. Yeah, um, yeah. This has been fun doing this podcast now for a couple of years. I was going to ask you too, you know, I might chop this up a little bit in terms of editing, but sometimes on this podcast, I talk to people a little bit about personal development or self-development or totally. triumphing against adversity. I'm a personal trainer as well. That's what I do for a living. Oh, right. Um, Sometimes we talk exercise. Is there any type of exercise regime that you employ yourself or? Oh man, I've got to get better. I've got to get better, but I always make running a priority just to have my breath. Okay. Just to stay, just to stay on top of my breath, make sure I don't lose it. Cause I am, I'm kind of lazy when we're not, when we're not playing. Like stage Um, stamina, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just having that cardiovascular output so you can sing for a good hour. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's most of what I do. But like my wife and I go to the gym and she's been lifting and she's been seeing a ton of results. So I like just recently got into that, started doing that with her. Cool, man. But it's, you know, I'm I'm not going consistently enough to say that I have any ownership over it. It's all good, my man. I mean, sometimes that's the hardest part is just creating that habitual behavior. Yeah. Just going is the hardest part. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Good luck on your lifting endeavor. If you ever have any questions or need anything, hit me up. For sure. Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Because like, I would love to actually see some sort of results because I have been 135 pounds my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I just recently settled into 160. Okay. And I feel like there's a lot of potential there, you know, there is. like I can, I can turn that into some muscle. I can make that look good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're at a prime time to do it in your mid thirties. I would say you're still in your mid thirties. We'll just call it mid thirties. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> I started getting in shape when I turned 30 and yeah, I was never very athletic. I was in bands, you know, so I was kind of like railing yeah. against that a little bit, but okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good, it's a good time. You know, I'm biased, but the more literature that comes out, the more scientific evidence to support this, there's no better way to change your body composition than lifting weights. So that speaks to the nature of your wife seeing results. And I love it when I hear, I love it when I hear about women getting stronger because society kind of tells them not to, and they've got to not lift heavy or something, or sometimes they feel Mm -hmm. a little intimidated by lifting heavy. And I work with a lot of women one-on-one. So it's nice 
seeing them really get strong and feeling competent and feeling confident in their strength. Yeah. Yeah. She's been getting ripped. It's been really cool to, to watch. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I like yeah. that you're a supportive and, partner. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I gotta be more supportive. I gotta go more off. My work schedule is weird. It's like, I either have to go really early in the morning with that pre-work route or I have to go really, really late at night. And yeah, I'm making excuses. <laughs> that does make it tough. I, for real. That make that makes it difficult to create that routine, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I don't want to go after work. If I do, if I go after work, I'm not getting home and eating dinner until like nine, 10 o'clock, you know? Yeah. yeah I feel you. Yeah. Uh, yeah but as, been... I mean, as far as like personal development goes, man, if I can say one thing is just to surrender to the power that the mind has over the body and do what you can to get an edge over it. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be working out, whether it be, you know, therapy or whether it be getting medication, you know, even just reaching out to a friend, you know, there's, it's, it's really easy, especially this time of year to get down and to surrender to intrusive thoughts or whatever. And I just, it's so important to stay on top of your mental health. And, you know, that's what a lot of our earlier records were about. Um, Mm -hmm. I struggled with it for a long time, but I've, you know, three years ago now, like started to really take it seriously and to take steps to, to get better. And I mean, I'm a different person because of it. So like, if we're going to talk about exercise and personal development, we got to talk about the mind too. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, they're linked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> we like to compartmentalize them, but they're actually, they're working yeah. in unison. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. That's great, man. Good to hear. Yeah. That's the great thing about being in your thirties. You kind of know who you are a little bit more and it's a little bit easier to get to a place where you're making your mental health a priority. So that's great, man. Yep. And yeah. I can tell it's, it's catharsis through the music. I can tell just through your lyrics. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I call it art catharsis. <laughs> yeah i love that yeah i love that oh another band a band you have you simply must check out they're now here in austin they're called selecta bonus okay that's a cool band name Lis- listen when we get off the call i will park and rot is the song okay i'll check park it out and for sure. is the song yeah that band rips rad man well thank you for the yeah. suggestion mm-hmm. this is fun man maybe we can do a round two sometime i'd love to whenever you guys get some new material out and I'm excited that you guys are working on new stuff. So that'll be great. Me too, man. Me too. Me too. Cool. Sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. 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 No rush, but maybe a little urgency, you know? Yeah. A little, little bit of urgency behind it at this point. We're getting there. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, I yeah. will definitely be on the lookout for that. And I saw that you guys have a website. It's cool that your website, you've got the three music videos and then all the links yeah. for streaming. So you kept it really simple there. I think that's smart. And then I follow you guys on Instagram. So that seems to be where you guys are most active. For sure. Okay. Rad. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Is it nominee music? Yeah. Nominee music. Okay. Thought nominee so. music ev- everywhere you're going to look. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks again. I appreciate it. It was nice to meet you yeah, via you. Zoom, Chris. And yeah, I hope, you, I hope too, hopefully I can see you guys play live sometime. So we'll get up there sooner or later. I promise. Rad. Yeah. Lawrence or Kansas city. I mean, there's a rad venue. It's a smaller venue in North Kansas city. It's right by my studio where I work. It's called the Rhino. Okay. Okay. You guys went on tour with keep flying from Chicago. Yep. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I just talked to my buddy Ben cause I actually trained him and he booked shows there. And I think he said they were coming through. Oh, right so on. yeah. I mean that band only tours. 
So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to see them play at some point. So. Oh, dude, they're such a good live band. Go do it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks again, dude. I appreciate your time. Hi, right, brother. It was my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. Of course. Yeah, thank Have you. Have a good night. All right, see you, Kyle. appreciate it i hope you had a good time i hope you enjoyed this episode if you would like to help the podcast out if you want to do a massive solid for us here at having a blast if you could just leave us a review a five-star review would be incredible i'd really appreciate it wherever you listen to podcasts another thing you could do would be to share this podcast with a friend anyone who enjoys this type of music or personal development in general all right i hope you're having a wonderful day hopefully you're having a blast listening to your favorite records take care and i'll talk to you later so close